alhamdulillah that Allah granted for us this holy month of Shahwal. Subhanamandul Arshiyamma Yasifoon, the tenth lunar month and we described before that the lunar calendar is the secret of guidance. And those whom leave the lunar calendar, they leave the reality of guidance and they think themselves to be self-sufficient. Allah created the sun, the moon, the earth for our reality and Allah teaches, I teach you within yourself and upon the horizon. And upon the horizon is easier than someone trying to understand something within themselves if they're not making meditation and contemplation. And alhamdulillah from these understandings of the lunar month and each month has a tajalli, the sun represents eternity, a symbol of eternity in our physical world. When people want to know, I don't understand what eternity is, Allah granted us this lamp, it's a fire and the sun says, look to that, that's eternity for you, it has always been there. Through all your prophets, through all your lives and all your deaths that sun is still standing and shining and it's a fire that you don't supply and you don't support and that it's self-sufficient powered by Allah So it represents eternity for us. And the moon is a symbol of guidance in which it can't be the sun. And the sun is very unique and not everybody can be a sun, a source of light. But what you can be is a moon perfect yourself and reflect the light. And so Allah gives us that reality that my Divine Eternity is always shining upon this earth. And there are souls that reach the level of perfection in which they are qamaroon, they are the moon-like symbol in which they reflect light. They're not a source of light, they are merely a reflection of the light. And that becomes the symbol of guidance for the earth and everything on earth is developed by that reality. We said every vegetation is actually raised by moonlight, not sunlight. Sunlight only comes at the end and sweetens it. But its responsibility is to be raised by the light from the moon and lunation and lunatics and everything that this moon is responsible for for the lights and energy it sends upon people and the effect that it has upon those people, the water within their body. If the, if the moon can raise the tide of the water of the earth, imagine its effect within the, within the water of insan and their reality. I mean so many of these realities and the importance of guidance and the reality that Allah has given to us. So in this tenth lunar month, is the reality of one and zero. In this secret of guidance, one and zero is a binary code in which Allah and anything of divinity is one and Allah's unique oneness, nothing is like unto Him. And Allah has created the prophetic reality as a shadow of His one and they represent upon earth the reflection of Allah's Divine Oneness. And they come to teach us we are to be and to live a life of being a nukht, be a dot because we don't have zero, we have just a dot. 
and the dot is something that has been effaced and dust in which it's nothing. And Allah reminds for us, come to me as nothing so that my oneness can reflect into you. If you come as one, there's nothing, you repel because this binary code is also the secret of magnetism. The, what they say, opposites attract. Allah is teaching for us, don't be a one in your life, you will repel from my Divine Presence. And all that shaitan wants in our life, be a one so that you will be distant from Allah That is the responsibility and the game for shaitan is to tell people they're a one, make them to feel like a one, to want to be the one. And Allah want for us, be no one, no one. As a result of mastering that understanding, you will be drawn into the Divinely Presence. For if you are off and learn how to be off in life, your soul will direct you into Allah's Presence, the Divinely Presence. It's a ship that knows its coordinates but because of the physicality and the egoism that partners with shaitan, it wants to be a one. So imagine then the duality within people that their physicality is so big into one, right? They make a Facebook, they make an Instagram, they make a TikTok, all about their physicality to be identified, to be, to be recognized. And their physicality is trying so hard to be a one, their soul stands no chance in reaching nothingness. So tariqahs are coming and teaching is to hide your physicality, efface your physicality, bring down your physicality, that don't let yourself to be identified, take away of silence, take away of hiddenness, take away of seclusion. And what we have khalwat dar anjuman, be secluded amongst people. Means take a life in which we try our best to seclude and seclude and I'm nothing and I'm all amongst people but I don't really want to show myself as anything and every time the world comes to say I'm something, I efface myself, no, I'm nothing. Nothing definitely compared to Allah nothing compared to the Prophets of Allah So it's easy for us to be true to ourself, La ila anta subhanika inni kuntum mina dhalimeen that, oh glory be to you Ya Rabbi and I am definitely an oppressor to myself. At that time Allah will grant a najat. Means that's the door to tariqahs, is the door of Sayyidina Jonah. That, glory be to God and I'm an oppressor to myself. And that is the, the secret of negation because Allah's reply and then we're granting najat. That those whom believe and, and truly believe they're oppressors to themselves, Allah will grant you a salvation. Means that your soul will be drawn into My Divinely Presence. Our life is then to negate. That magnetism and binary code then has an immense reality. So we repeat because this is how we, we go deeper into a subject is that when we understood my binary reality, 
that I am to be a nukht and Allah's Divinely Presence is my goal. Laylatul Qadr, Layl is to efface. And what's Allah's response? Every time you negate yourself, address you with Qadr, Layl Qadr, Layl Qadr, on off, on off. Every time you learn to go off, Allah will turn your soul to be on with a light, a tajalli. Now that khash, that energy can be very subtle or it can be very significant depending upon your subtlety and your training. Now how much you've trained yourself to recognize and to make your heart to be soft. And in a softness it's like a finely tuned instrument that whatever Allah sends of a frequency the heart is picking up all of its vibrations. And then that servant is reaching the reality of Layla Qadr and Laylatul Qadr is every day and every moment, Salamun hiya hatta mitlal fajr. That at every moment Allah is rewarding humility. So that to take a path that I'm nothing, I'm nothing. Magnetism that as soon as I reach nothingness and continuously push myself down in every circumstance, an argument, a, a fight, a, an anger, something comes to you, that's the time Allah is teaching for us, negate yourself. Do not vindicate yourself, don't answer for yourself, don't justify yourself if you want your reward from me. If you want your reward from your tongue then go fight who you want and you'll get your reward through your own hand. But if your reward is for the Divine, be nothing, be nothing to the extent that you can bring the humility down, then that magnetism is the flow of energy. When we understand that then we begin to understand the flow of energy in everything that we do. So we practice our practices and we practice humility and the tariqah and the Sufi path, how to efface and how to efface and how to lower myself. Then you have to understand that you're being charged with a very positive energy. And as a result of that energy, watch out where you go. Doesn't have to do with any usul and fiqr and argue about this and argue about that, doesn't have to do with any religion. The reality of light is above all of these deens, all of these religions, all of these discussions. Because the religion of Allah is taslim, is submission. And in Malakut, in the world of light, there's no more form and it's only an ocean of singularity. Everything here is a form and clashing. So we gave before one drop, one drop, one drop in the world of light is how many drops? It's one, there's no more form. As many drops as you throw into an ocean of light is only but one ocean. The world of form is on the mulk and the world of form. When we rise above in their teachings of the world of light then they begin to give it a very deep reality of this flow of realities and flow of energy. When we make ourselves to be positive then everything you're learning and every dogma that being taught to you is a protection, is a protection. 
That's why Allah just sent it, just to bother us is, is all these rules? No. But if you're making yourself to be light and I sent you to this abode and you're doing your practices and you're becoming a positive charge, you have to know that as soon as you step out every negative charge is flowing towards you, right? We don't have to argue, oh no in religion it says this and in the laws it says this. This is above all of them will teach you the hikmah and the wisdom of Allah's laws. That in the world of light teaches you that if you build yourself with a positive charge, your positive charge by its nature will be attracting every negative charge towards you. And that's why then all these big awliyaullah they taught vigilance, be vigilant because you're now making yourself very positive. As a result you're in an abode that's not paradise, this is the abode of shaitan this earth. He dominates this. Had he not dominated this everybody would have been walking on water and food would have been coming to them as it did come in times past. By the piety of people food appeared to them. I mean is showing for us, no, no your actions are, are so negative you have to run so hard to make your sustenance. And they teach us from this world of light that as you're building yourself it will begin to teach you this positive charge you put upon yourself, be vigilant. Be vigilant where you go because for everywhere you step this light coming to you <clears throat> and the burdens of mankind will be migrating towards you. Therefore the rules of washing came for what? Cleanliness is close to godliness, why? Because of your energy. If you keep the shield of washing upon yourself, you prayed and sealed your washing and you do your practices, as soon as you go out it's a battlefield of negativity. You have to be sealed from that negativity. Then all the, the, the zikrs, all the ruqya and the holy verses that Allah inspired to put upon oneself, the spiritual practices, keep the the mirror of your soul down. Your ears are the door for your soul and your eyes are the window of your soul. Imagine if you go somewhere with a beautiful car into a very bad neighborhood, what are they going to do? Throw rocks at your window to get you out of that car and hijack the car. So nazar bar qadam were all of these realities that Allah gave to the Prophet of Islam and Prophet taught his holy companions and they taught awliyaullah that you're an energy being. If you want to protect the window of your soul that everything is coming into your soul from its window, that make your eyes to be hungry and your heart to be sick then keep your eyes to be down. Because you're a loaded ship now, you have energies, you have all these blessings and dressings upon yourself, means then we begin to, to get the hikmah of why the tariqah is teaching all these practices, why the great saints came and told us that this window of yours, keep it down, they're going to throw rocks at it. And the shaitan fires arrows into your window and they begin to affect your eyes. 
Anyone do a nice practice then go to the mall and walk around and look at everything and come back with your eyes all red because they've been firing every type of burden into your eyes and you've been picking it up, the negativity of people, the despair of people, the sadness of people, the hopelessness of people in these difficult times. They don't know where their job is, they don't know where their money's coming from, they don't know what's going on in this world. Now their markets just crashed 30%, 40%, oh my goodness. Imagine how much sadness they have in their heart. As soon as you look at you, you fill, fill up with lights are coming onto them and their burdens are coming onto you. Means then the tariqah comes and teaches through this understanding of energy, this understanding of binary code, this understanding of plus and minus. That if you have a positive charge, be vigilant where you go. Then in our lives we governed ourselves to the best of our ability unless we had to entertain the kids and we did what we had to do as, as, a, as a family member. But as our personal life was always a discussion or a contemplation if where I'm going is positive or negative based on me. If it's going to be a more negative association, I'm going to carry a lot of these difficulties. By virtue of our practices then these energies will go out and the people will go away feeling very light and energized. If you're trained for that and that's the support that the shaykhs gave then they have a system that that shaykh goes out, these energies come and the shaykhs and the, and the chain that is connecting his heart is responsible for pulling those burdens. Imagine somebody doing a zikr and he doesn't have that connection and he's not connected to the shaykhs and he's just loosely connected, doesn't even know himself, has groups and associations or has meetings and, and, and events. Everything in our life is based on that. That if I'm going to do something with a group of people or attend a place with people is it going to be more positive energy than me or negative energy? And if it's negative then I have to be prepared that the burdens will be coming onto me. So that's why fellowship is you do good practices, hang out with bad people, my goodness you're going to be loaded with difficulties you can't imagine. Sickness, depression and every type of difficulty comes. That's why we don't attend unnecessary events. We don't take the life that God has given to us and entrusted us because you're asking God for being a custodian of His light. That these practices you do and the lights that I send to you, they are a trust upon your soul. Don't pillage the trust, don't let shaitan come to take it all away in an instant. As a result you have to have a vigilance, wuqf a vigilance of your heart, a vigilance of your soul that in my best and the best that I can I go places that I don't feel my entire energy will be completely stolen from me. And I try my life always to attend the associations that are much more positive than me. So at least my difficulty goes and I come back feeling charged. And that way we don't have to have discussions, can I go here, can I go there, can I go here, can I go there. Go wherever you want but if you're not understanding this very simple understanding, you look in your life and say that if, 
it's a positive charge and I'm going to go get a positive charge from it, then it's beneficial. If it's something going to pull my energy, then there's only so many times I can do that until my energy becomes completely pulled from me and I begin to feel a heaviness. And there are children now who continuously in very negative associations and then they come and talk about they're depressed or what did you think you would be? You thought you're going to be happy? You're going to be cheerful and joyful? Or whatever energy was given to you of positivity, you've pillaged it with the devil and he's taking you to every forbidden place with every person filled with forbidden understandings and practices. As a result they're like big, I think in the drawings we had put out, they're like people with this black cloud all around them of horrific energies. Can you imagine you sit in that presence, all that negativity begins to move towards a positive person. Forget about the difficulty in the eyes and in their feeling but if the negativity is so severe it begins to dress you. You come happy, you leave depressed. Why? Because like you took somebody's shirt, you took their depression and all addressed you with it and sent you home in their outfit. And that's what you got from your gift that you took from the Divine, the Presence. You exchanged it for something of a horrible nature. And Allah gave you a beautific robe from paradise. You walk with it, you cherish it and Allah says that, put the best of your wardrobe on Jummah. Why? Because these zikrs on Thursday nights are the medallions that illuminate the soul beyond the understanding of angels because angels are a constant. They don't elevate, they are where Allah created them. But you are a creation in which can go down and up and when you go up the angels are astonished by what Allah is addressing this creation with. They attend the majlis of zikr, they attend the, the majlis of of love for Sayyidina Muhammad then Allah is describing then wear the best of what you have on Fridays, why? Because your soul is going to be filled with lights of medallions and that go to Jummah with those medallions means that practice your zikr on Thursday before you enter into the Jummah to be dressed and blessed by these lights. And then we begin to understand our life is like that, very simple, we don't have to argue religious text or anything, just you believe you have a positive light, then where are you going with it? If you go places where they're going to touch you, they're going to pull your light. You're going to go to places that have difficulty, they pull your light. You go to associations, well I don't know who's there, there's not somebody positive there. What happens in those associations? The negativity just bounce around to everyone. Means if not somebody there connected, somebody there authorized by that chain to pull that energy up, then you enter into an energy where all the negativity is just circulating, circulating, circulating and that's why some of those places you go when there's not an authorized shaykh, they gather, get together and they just start gossiping. That's a sign that this is a whole bunch of negativity just like flowing around, flowing around. But the true associations means the authorized guides, they have the ability to pull the negativity and give back the positivity from their practices. And that becomes the reflection of that sun 
that they're able to pull all the negativities and give back light as a reflection. And in our life when we govern ourselves and realize that reality then Allah begins to dress us more, dress us more. But if every time we take a dress and we pillage it or lose it and dump it and throw it, why Allah want to give more? So the rijal are those whom they reached a maturity. It's not like they got $500 from their dad, they didn't understand what even one dollar was worth and they lost it all. Well, Allah said, no these are rijal that when I give them they understand the immense value of it and as a result they conserve and conceal it. And when Allah want them to disperse it, it's under Allah's command that light will be dispersed and Allah will replenish it because they are the servants of Allah We pray that Allah expand our understanding this binary code and the energy of magnetism and our ability to contemplate our own questions. That if I have a question of where am I going, it's a matter of my energy, where is it going to be dispersed or am I going to be picking up energy? And we said this is very important for the people who have children. Don't kiss your children on the lips, they are like a sponge from heaven, they are very positive energies. You come from work without wudu, you come from out and doing things and then you just want to kiss your children but you have to remember that if you're carrying a negative energy they're very positive from paradise energies like a buttery fresh from paradise. And as soon as you kiss them like that you're conveying all the negativity into them and making them to be sick and making them to unnecessarily carry something they don't need to carry. So then kiss their feet. Not the face, not the direct entry into their, their being. So make wudu when you enter the house before you touch and, and interact with the home. So it means all of these energy understandings, if you truly understand them you begin to find the amazement within the holy hadith of Prophet Why Prophet asked that? Why when you enter to wash? Why you enter and make recitations to Rijalullah? why all of those things but instead of reading the hadith and asking why, they teach you, no why don't you learn from Malakut, the wisdom of light and energy, it will answer those and give the hikmah of all these holy hadith. For all of it is in Qur'an and hadith, every teaching and its hikmah is understood by the people whom practice the light and the energy and understand that reality. And then makes all of their sharia, all of their usul, all of the fiqr to make an understanding and make sense. And that's what's important is to have a wisdom, a hikmah and a wisdom. That hikmah and wisdom gives the solution and educates people, why have to wash? We're like Western people, we shower every day, it has nothing to do with showering, this had nothing to do with you smelling fragrant, this had to do with washing continuously negative energy off your body. And negative energy goes towards negative energies on your body, right? So where is the energy going to flow from the most horrific energies that, that levitate or, or move along the earth? They come to your feet, that's why your feet smell. From your feet they go up your legs, 
that smell is the negative energy. They go up your legs and that's why your back hurts. And then from your legs and your back they go into your two orifices of your body where continuous waste is coming out. Why? Because it's a negative energy there and they can easily access you. They're not coming all the way from the ground and shooting into your heart where you're all fortified on your chest. So negative energy and the movement of negative energy goes to where it's going to get into the easiest into people. And that's why again the hikmah and the immensity of what Prophet described of washing and how to wash, how to keep oneself sanctified and purified from negative energies. We pray that Allah give us an understanding about the immensity as the days become more and more difficult, more and more negative without a, a, a correct understanding and living our life with that understanding, then we don't need to argue with other people, should I or would I or could I, but what's going to be the effect of you when you do these things? If you're willing to have that effect and lose the grace of Allah go ahead if that's what you want. Subhana rabbika rabbal izzatama yasifoon wa salaamun al mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen bi hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa. بصير سورة الفاتحة الصنايع